Welcome back to the Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. My name is Kizzle or Kofi, and I'm a 23-year-old mental health advocate, public speaker, and founder of A Kizzle Brand, which is a project aimed at raising awareness for depression and helping people through difficult times. Studies show that on average, men lose 2.8 years of their life when they're under heavy stress. The point of this podcast is for me to gain those 2.8 years back. As a black man, society often tries to tell me what I can, can't do, or talk about which can often leave me feeling trapped. And so this podcast is my release. Finding a good therapist is a lot like dating. Dating is about knowing who you are and what you need in someone. And therapy is similar. Finding a good therapist is about knowing who you are and knowing what you need in your therapist. So for me, I was looking for some specific things with my therapist. Once I found those things, I was like, all right, cool. I have a good therapist now. So that's the reason why I wanted to make this episode, because I feel like there's at least three things that people should be looking for when it comes to finding a good therapist. And those three things are relatability, communication and voids. And so I want to break down each of those three things and talk about why I feel like they're important when it comes to finding a good therapist. So relatability, in my opinion, you should look for a therapist that looks like you and talks like you. And the reason why I feel like that's important is because a lot of your experiences, a lot of your trauma are based on your circumstance, your culture, your religion, and who you are. So if your therapist can't relate to you, then there's going to be a problem. There's going to be some conflict. There's going to be some tension. So I'm black. I'm a black man. My therapist is a black woman. It's just a lot easier to talk to her because she understands the culture. She's from the area. She knows the lingo. She knows the slang. She knows the language. So it's much easier to talk to her. She can relate to what I'm going through because she's going through similar things in her lifetime. It just makes it a smoother conversation. When someone is aware of your struggles, they can empathize with you more than someone who isn't. It's just an advantage. So definitely find someone that can relate to you. I was talking to somebody on Clubhouse about therapy, and she was saying that she didn't like therapy because when she went to therapy originally, she went and she had an Indian man as her therapist, and she's a black woman. And so she felt like he was just brushing aside her problems and really didn't care about what she was going through. And I told her, like, yeah, I understand exactly where you're coming from. I'm not saying anybody from the opposite race or religion or whatever the case may be can't relate to you. But someone that's from your culture can relate to you much more than someone that isn't. So when finding a therapist, it just makes much more sense to find someone that looks like you, someone that can talk like you, someone that understands your culture, someone that is aware of your struggles. Those are the most important things. So definitely find someone that can relate to you. Next thing is communication. Find someone that's a good communicator. And you know a good communicator when you have a conversation with them because they're an active listener and they have good memory. Or it may seem like they have good memory and they just take good notes and they reference their notes repeatedly. Find someone that you could communicate with easily, that allows you to finish speaking before chiming in, that makes you feel heard. Someone that you don't have to keep repeating yourself to. If you're in therapy and you're talking about specific characters or specific people in your life and you have to continuously remind your therapist who those people are, that means your therapist probably isn't doing a good job of taking notes or just doesn't have good memory. They're probably not a good communicator. Now, you can work around this or you can find someone that can communicate better with you. As a therapist, I feel like it's their job to make sure that they are aware of what's going on in your life. Understanding the characters and the circumstances in your story and being able to reiterate them or reference them when the time comes is very important. They have to be good communicators. They have to be active listeners. So don't settle for someone that's not either of those things. The last thing I mentioned was voids in general. When I was looking for therapy, I was subconsciously looking for a therapist that could fill a void from my childhood. And I'll explain. My mom 
missed a lot of my childhood because she was working. So subconsciously, I picked a black woman as my therapist. And that kind of filled the void for me, not having that, you know, close emotional connection that children normally have to their moms kind of traumatized me a little bit as a child. And so that's part of the reason why I have my anxious, insecure, preoccupied attachment style is because my mom wasn't around a lot when I was younger. And so my therapist is currently filling that void that I missed growing up. In a sense, she's currently filling that void. As someone that's looking for therapy, I would suggest that you self-reflect and think about your childhood and your trauma. And I know that may be difficult. I know that may be triggering, but it may be important as well for you finding your therapist because you could potentially help yourself to fill some kind of void with your therapist. So did you have a good relationship with both of your parents? Did you have a good relationship with one parent and maybe a bad relationship with another? Did your father abandon you? Did your mother abandon you? These are things that you can address somewhat by finding a therapist that fills that void. So if you wanted a better relationship with your mom, you may naturally want a woman as your therapist. If you wanted a better relationship with your dad, you may naturally want a man as your therapist. Or it could work in the opposite, where since you didn't have a good relationship with your dad, you want a woman as a therapist. And similarly, if you didn't have a good relationship with your mom, you may want a male therapist. It's about identifying your voids, identifying your triggers, identifying your trauma, and seeing if you can address that with whom you choose as a therapist. Last thing that I want to talk about that I didn't mention that's very, very important when you're finding a good therapist is how you should feel after you do a session or how you should feel after therapy. You should feel better. I generally feel better. It's not always that I feel better. Sometimes I, you know, I leave out with more questions than answers, but that's okay as well because therapy is about self-reflection and reflection is you just asking yourself a bunch of questions and your therapist can't answer all those questions for you. Sometimes you don't know what the question is and the ther- your therapist helps you with that. It's okay to have a lot of questions after therapy, but generally you should feel better. You should also be clear. When I say clear, I don't mean that you have a solution to every problem, but you should know what you're doing and why. So my therapist would tell me that, you know, I should do affirmations and I should speak positively to myself. And I knew why I was doing that because I was insecure and I felt like I didn't look good. I felt like I wasn't handsome. So the affirmations were helping me with my parents. They were helping me with my insecurities. So that's what I mean by being clear. You should know exactly why you're doing things. If your therapist gives you homework, you should know why you're doing it. You should know why you're going to therapy. And then relieved. You should also feel relieved. I always feel relieved at the therapy because I felt like I had this weight on my shoulders from maybe the week or the month. And now I got it off my chest because I was able to talk to somebody about it. So the three things that you should feel after therapy is better, clear, and relieved. And they're not always going to feel these three things, but generally they should be there. Last, I just want to end with some resources to help you find therapy, especially as a black man or a black woman or a black person in general. It's hard to find black therapists. And so the first thing I mentioned was relatability. You want to find someone that looks like you. So so here are some resources that can help you. Go to akizzlebrand.com. That's A-K-I-Z-Z-L-E-B-R-A-N-D.com slash X-Y-B-M. Express yourself, black man. X-Y-B-M. And if you scroll all the way down, scroll all the way down on that webpage, there are free resources to help you find therapy. And I'm going to list them out on the podcast, but you can go on that link and you can find the same resources that I'm about to list right now. The first one is psychologytoday.com. If you go on psychologytoday.com and you put in your zip code, there's a whole directory of therapists in your area. That's actually where I found my therapist. That's definitely vetted and useful. Next is cliniciansofcolor.org. They have a directory of black therapists in your area. Next is therapyforblackgirls.com. So this is specifically for black women, black girls to find therapy. And this has been vetted by someone that I met on Clubhouse. So she found her therapist there as well. Last is therapyforblackmen.org. 
So for all my black men that are looking for therapy, there are a multitude of resources available for you. Don't think that there is a lack of therapists. You can find someone that can help you through whatever it is that you're going through. And remember, finding a good therapist is a lot like dating. You may not find somebody off it, but keep at it. Eventually, you'll find someone that you can relate to that's a good communicator and that potentially fills a void in your life. And at that point, you'll be well on your way to healing. That's it for this episode. If you like what you heard or you feel like it can help somebody, please share and subscribe. As always, we're going to leave you off with a song or a snippet from a video that we found interesting. So he's exhausted by Stargella featuring Cello. And yo, shout out to Stargella, man. You joined the clubhouse. He dropped some of his, you know, his trauma and some of the stuff that he's been dealing with as a black man and as an artist. And, you know, I have to respect that. Also been supporting the podcast, supporting the IG, bro. So, you know, salute to you, bro, for real. I got nothing but love. And get you bust at And the way you bust this toe, you better bust back I'm reconstructing queens, got a great brim for a hard hat If I charge that, it's gonna charge back, nigga starve back Speaking of back, can you pardon mine? Life familiar, you ain't part of mine Hard leather, I ain't hard to find And you ain't either I put a ticket on your block like a parking farm Two ears, one mouth for a reason I ain't injured, but who cares, I'm still out for the season I maneuver through the south with the demons Make a hundred out of vacant house Then I'm breezing, it's forever lit Move through that drought shit, the meanest Lakes my boots up, make a quarter meal on the cleanup I'm sweating bullets, trying to make it stretch out by the stove Clean a girl up, had to put a presser on the hole I seen shit with these eyes, I never get exposed Most these niggas get a little bit of pressure and they fold Yeah, I been down from the looks of everything I rose Grinding, trying to clear port, jetted with the bros Ty died and shot died, man, I lost it Grand died and step died, I'm exhausted It's a monkey on our back, I think we born with I be the one to take the L until we all win Gotti died, Neff died, man, I lost it Shot three and Steph died, I'm exhausted We Queens niggas, you never catch us moving in a Porsche Street nigga, pulling up with Rugas to an office Head across the bridge for a meeting in the city Sneak this me, bet I get your diva in a Vicky's Drunk cruising in that Alpina Beamer with the glizzy Cause round here, youngest niggas moving with the semi My heart cold, ain't no love inside for the other side Been thugging since you had to come inside Nigga, I maneuver through the scams Cooler than a fan, you a bitch I can tell how you be moving with your man Fresh off the crate, I step on a plane First class, so it's not likely I step in your lane Meant to be exact It be hard to see the truth, you gotta squint to see the facts Lord knows if the synchrony a crack I'm at the jeweler playing ice and everything except a cooler Facts, I heard you had it moving, but I move you Bad, I played your song, she said she never knew you Rap, my block raised a wild one My block was a foul one Definitely a place you wanna keep a child from We running in a race where you will never see the outcome You ain't in jail or dead, you probably wasn't about nothing At least that's how it seemed It be all about the cream till they leave you on the scene Head open with a 40 in your jeans Couldn't pull it out in time, try scoring for the team like
Yo, you still here? If you listen to the whole episode, that means you obviously like the podcast. There's nothing wrong with that, but just go to kidswithbrand.com slash store and buy yourself some merch to help support.